there are consciousnesses out there that are very real, very wise, very ancient, that all reside within this same singular oneness. And my strictest desire in this world is to enjoy what I've got here. And at some point, I look forward to going back and seeing the rest of the things that I never got to. Ragnar Erickson here. As you can see, Odin's Call, that's my other thing. But uh, I was asked to kind of relay my story, you know, what happened to me during a uh, an interesting, kind of uncommon near-death experience. It was an interesting day, for sure. I'd been out most of the day with a good friend of mine. We lived in Germany at the time. My step my stepfather was in the army. So my friend and I had been uh, hanging out at the little local bar that was by their house. And, you know, it's Germany. So you see over the counter, you can order a beer. And it's not a big deal. So we'd had a couple of beers. Nobody was drunk when, I don't know, 11 o'clock, something like that. We decided, time to go home. We started walking back towards his house. And... um you know, it's a very rural area, so there's a lot of just wide open, not a lot of streets, no no street lights. But uh, we had come off the road and we were walking across this field to take a shortcut back to his house, I guess. And I, I just felt something give just a little bit underneath of me for a second. And I kind of heard an audible crack. And it was, uh, I very quickly came to the realization that I wasn't walking across a field. I was walking across a stream of some kind. I, I was I was walking on top of ice. I stopped immediately and I immediately started thinking, you know, how do I adjust my body and spread out my spread out my weight and maybe keep myself from going under because I didn't know how deep it was. And uh, as soon as I started to have that thought, I was under the ice. You know, looking back, it was 30 seconds of terror. I didn't really have time to take a breath or prepare for what was about to happen. I was just there. And it was pretty deep. And uh, I felt myself being pulled along a little bit by the flow of the water. And I couldn't see anything. Um, I was, it was dark as can be out in, you know, rural Germany. And I was underneath of ice with a layer of snow on top of that ice. There was... I don't know, 15, 20, 25 seconds of struggle maybe before my body, I realized my body was going to force me to attempt to breathe at some point. And uh, that's when my body forced me to attempt to breathe. I, and I took in, you know, two lungfuls of, you know, dirty creek water. It was pretty gross. And uh, it wasn't very long after that. I mean, within two or three seconds that I was completely unconscious. And this is where things kind of took off into a really strange place for me because I can only describe what happened in this experience um, in metaphorical terms. There's no way for me to tell you, I saw this, I felt this, I experienced this, this thing touched me. None of that was, was possible because I didn't have an eye. I didn't have eyes and I didn't have ears and I didn't have a nose and I didn't have a mouth and I didn't have any of my nerve endings. So I, I want to preface all of this by saying this experience was not visual and it was not physical in any way. It was just shifting out of one plane of existence into another one with, it, with, with the continuity of consciousness. 
which was staggeringly I was more fascinated than anything at the time. I wasn't afraid, not not at all. After I had the lung full of of water, I was no longer afraid. So to give the metaphor that I've that I've given a million times, it was like the light turned off and in every direction around me, 360 degrees every which way, there was just nothing. And then it was like the light came on. And that's when I was absolutely flooded with more information than it is possible for anybody to process all at the same time. It was overwhelming. It felt as if, and I don't know if this is the case or not, but it sure felt as if uh, I was experiencing everything that ever had happened, everything that ever will happen, all at the same time. Every thought every human being had ever had, every little movement of a, of a digit, all of it was simultaneously just flooding past me and, and into me and through me and around me. And I had this sensation at the time of, this is all right. This doesn't make sense yet, but I know it's going to in a second. And, a, and an interesting aside here is that I spent an enormous amount of time in this state, what felt like hours. And it was fine. I was, I was at peace because I had returned to whatever the source is, I guess. As I started feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm going to get it. And I, and I feel like this is my, my, this was me on the verge of detaching from the body. I heard a voice that said, not yet. And I instantaneously came out of that state uh, on, uh, on the top of the ice now and vomiting creek water everywhere. The, the crazy part about it was that, you know, the act of going out and the act of waking up were far worse than the experience that I had as I was in that place, whatever that place was. I almost felt as if I was a little disappointed, but only because my curiosity had gotten the better of me from having experienced what I think is kind of like the definition of, a, of eternity, which is all things all at once. And it was, uh, my, my friend had apparently realized that he couldn't get me out from underneath of the ice. And he, 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 he wasn't even sure where I was. He was scraping snow away, trying to see if he could get some kind of visual capture of where I was. And that apparently almost exactly the right moment, you know, he saw a car driving and he ran over to the road where the car was coming. And that person happened to be a paramedic. We can read into that whatever we run or read into it, I guess. Somebody arrived at exactly the right time. And between the two of them, they had uh, punched through the ice and kicked through the ice and pulled me out and the wildest part about this entire experience is that uh, I was taken to the hospital. I was in the hospital for an hour. My body temperature was completely back to normal. I had no long-term ramifications, at least that I'm aware of, <laughs> physically from this experience. You know, no cognitive loss, no, no loss of brain function. I was fine. I was completely back to normal. And... The doctors were blown away. They were just, this doesn't make any sense. Or in their German accent, this doesn't make any sense. But it was fun. 
you know, it was it was an interesting experience to have all of these people around me going, I don't know how you're even alive right now, much less healthy. And I spent the next couple of days kind of dealing with some fluid on my lungs and, you know, still kind of coughing up some stuff that wasn't a whole lot of fun. But physically, I was fine. And the the biggest takeaway that I got from this entire experience and this flies in the face of what a lot of people have said about their near-death experiences. And I don't want to discount what anybody else has experienced in their journey at all. But I was, this did for me, it almost subtracted some spirituality from me. It was, oh, that's what it is. Cool. One less thing for me to think about. One less thing for me to worry about. One less thing for me to process. When my time comes, that's where I'm going. And I've already been so close to it that I was comfortable being there. So I'm no longer afraid of it at all. Not even a little bit. But I, but it has inspired in me more compassion. You know, more understanding of other people. In fact, that's one of the things that I brought back with me. And that's one of the other questions that I get an awful lot is, you know, what changed? I think the biggest thing that changed for me was my concept of time. You know, I, I think we've all experienced life as this line, this linear progression from one time to another time, and that being just a finite thing. Well, my journey to whatever this was tells me that time is not linear at all. It's just how we're kind of forced to perceive it within these bodies. It's a different experience from what I can gather for whatever our real consciousness actually is something for us to learn or just experience things differently than we would in our natural real state outside of these bodies. I see time now as a globe, like a sphere, as if you know, you know time just does it. Distance no longer exists because the only thing that separates two points, the only distance between two points is the time that it takes to get from one point to another point. So in the absence of time, distance no longer matters. Um, in the, in the absence of distance, all limitations are gone. You can meet anyone. You can interact with anyone. You can experience whatever you want to experience. And I think the, uh, one of the biggest things that I can imagine about this is I realized just how tiny our little, our, our little home is not only our bodies, but this planet, you know, in the absence of distance, I just had the sensation that I could be on the other side of the universe with a thought. No action would have had to been taken. And that really pinpointed exactly how tiny and unimportant at the end of the day most of us really are. And it inspired in me a desire to live my life and enjoy it and help other people to the extent that I can enjoy their lives. And give people a sense of peace uh, to the extent that I can about whatever the hereafter is. Because I know that my experience was altering to the degree that I just feel like I understood this is a completely different state. Doesn't even resemble, you know, whatever this is. But it's still me. And... I'm a part of something so much bigger, and I'm only a small, tiny little piece of it. A part of something so much bigger 
where everything is shared between everyone simultaneously throughout all of history. And when I say everyone, I'm not just talking about people, at least as we know them presently. There are consciousnesses out there that are very real, very wise, very ancient, that all reside within this same singular oneness. And my strictest desire in this world is to enjoy what I've got here. And at some point, I look forward to going back and seeing the rest of the things that I never got to. Whenever that time comes, and hopefully that's no time soon for me or for any of you. We chose to be here, in my opinion. We want to be here, in my opinion. Another aside, and forgive me, I've had a lot of people that have reached out to me um, through other channels that I've had this discussion with. And it seems like there's a lot of people out there that are um, that that view this kind of content primarily to get a sense of peace about moving on because they're thinking about intentionally moving on. And I want to beg you not to do that because that is not your purpose. That If you're watching this, if you're watching any of that stuff, and it makes you feel a little bit better about where you're headed when the time comes, cool. But don't ever, please put the suicide hotline number up on this video. Because we want to, we, we, this is where you're meant to be. Because there are a lot of us out here that love you and respect you and will protect you if we have to. So I guess that's my whole story. 